On this episode of Africa State of Mind, we're talking to fitness fanatic and adventure addict Letejo Zulu about conquering Mount Kilimanjaro. I mean, this uberfit lady doesn't understand the concept of fear. She's always crushing barriers. I'm one of those people that just doesn't want barriers in my life. Yeah. This co-founder of Pop Up Gym is a staunch advocate for experiencing life to the fullest, and she believes it's important to live in the present. I'm all about tuning into the now and tuning into the present and experiencing life. Mm. A lot of us go through life on autopilot. Mm. The exceptional Litejo Zulu spoke to us about losing the love of her life, Gugu Zulu, while trying to summit Mount Kilimanjaro. The reason why I went back and why I went back with a smile is because that was his last memory of me. Oh. We discovered that she can also sing in Swahili. Jambo, jambo buana, habari gani, mzuri sana, wageni, kwa karibishwa, Kilimanjaro. Hakuna matata, tembea pole pole, hakuna matata, uhuru tutafika, hakuna matata. Let's listen to the interview we had with her. Alrighty, Africa State of Mind, we're hanging out with Letejo Zulu, who, you know, she's had a very relaxing morning as we're discussing. She went for a morning run at 3 a.m. in the morning for an hour, and then she went for a swim for an hour at 4 a.m., well, sorry, 4 or 5 a.m., finished at 5.05 a.m., and then she decided to do like 12 minutes of yoga. And imagine, here she is looking fresh, like, yeah, my morning was relaxed. How are you guys? <laughs> we hang out with Letejo Zulu, as I said. And, you know, it's my first time meeting her, but I think the one thing that resonates with everybody, you know, when people see your pictures and everything all around press and everything is that you have one of those smiles that, you know, you make everybody believe that you can smile before and after tragedy. And you also have just this like, and it it just comes through even as you came into the studio, you know, this whole thing of a zest for life and energy. Um, And from my understanding, your mom was a fitness fanatic. She was. In, in the 70s Absolutely As a black woman Absolutely Let's just keep it she, real Listen, she ran marathons <laughs> She played netball, basketball Yeah She, um, yeah, played tennis for fun mm-hmm. um, Yeah, anything Imagine anything you played tennis for fun <laughs> <laughs> So I, yeah, I used to watch her And yeah. you know what, it rubbed off um, yeah. The apple didn't fall too far from the tree Yeah I might have taken it a little bit more extreme Yeah um, But yeah, it literally was monkey see, monkey do Yeah You know, um, she, she never forced me to get into this health and fitness lifestyle yeah she lived it and because as a little girl you look up to your to your mom yeah. you want to be like your mom so you end up doing things like your mom yeah. um and i'm already seeing that in my little one as well oh that's so cute yeah. oh that's yeah. so lovely and she's two now right? she's two. Oh, she's that's two. amazing she swims cycles and runs no please <laughs> you see no please 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 i'm going home now <laughs> you're like yeah my little one she swims cycles and runs <laughs> Yeah, how, how she, does swim, she swims twice a week. <laughs> and how does she cycle on a um, tricycle? With so she's got she's got um, one of those standing. They call they call it a Y bike. So it's one of those standing bikes where you're standing and then you need to wiggle your bum for the for the bike to move. But she's also got one of those balance bikes that um, that doesn't ha- have any pedals. So I'm not going to put her on a tricycle, but yeah. that because that that creates fear. Okay. Once you want to remove the 
the yeah. extra um, wheels, yeah. a lot of kids struggle with that. Yeah. And uh, the new invention, the latest invention, is that you actually move them onto a balance bike where it's a normal bike, but it's got no pedals. Mm-hmm. And then they must push themselves. Yeah. And eventually one day they'll get tired of pushing themselves and ask for pedals. Yeah. And then that's it. And then the running, she just, I mean... How well, she ran, she, her first, started... she ran her first race in, in March or no, April no, no, this no, year. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it a was, complete... Now you're making me feel was, bad. No, it no. was it was all of fifty six meters long. Oh, okay, it was called it was called a nappy dash. Oh, yeah, okay, I love it. <laughs> that's so cute. You start them small. Now talking about fear, you know, you mentioned about not wanting your daughter to be on those tricycles, you know, because it causes fear. Yeah, you took part in Fear Factor. You took part in Survivor. Yeah, you know what I mean. You yeah. took part in Epic. Africa. Yeah. For me, these are all like scary. Hey, you took part. <laughs> you took part in Iron Man. So many things. All of these things are very scary to me. Even Epic Africa, Iron Man. All of them. Yeah. Survivor. I'm like, I cannot imagine. I cannot even imagine. So, for you, what what drives you to do all of those? I think before I mention what drives me, I think what I would like to share with people is that fear is something that we create. Okay. Yeah. You you create fear in your own mind. Mm. Um, so it, it actually doesn't exist. Yeah. We create these barriers for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I'm one of those people that just doesn't want barriers in my life. Yeah. You know, if someone said to me, um, there are people jumping off the building um, <laughs> at Prime Media and there's a massive trampoline at the bottom and you're not going to get hurt. I'll say, why not? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, so I'm I'm one of those people that just believes that life is there to be lived. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the cliche life is short. It yeah, is indeed short. It is, yeah. And it's and it's what you make of it. Yeah. Um and if you're going to create barriers and you're going to create all sorts of you know, figments of our imagination mm. um, to limit you from living life, then you're not being true to yourself. Mm. Um, I'm all about tuning into the now and tuning mm. into the present and experiencing life. Mm. A lot of us go through life um, on autopilot, mm. you know? Um, so that's, that's, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm self-motivated. Yeah. I'm always looking out for the next amazing thing to do, yeah. the next person to help yeah. the next, you know, because I don't know what tomorrow brings. Yeah. Sure. I really love that. And you know, like, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard this from a lot of people, you know, I think that with all of us just living in the world, like we all deal with, you know, with situations and tragedies and everything. And obviously you lost your best friend and the love of your life, you know, Gugu Zulu, you were like the the couple that everybody was like, hashtag couple, couple goals, you yeah. know. And I know that um it was his anniversary and you actually summited Kilimanjaro for his anniversary and you did it with a smile. Everybody else would have thought that, oh, this is so hard. I'm not going to do it. But you did it with a smile. You made it to the top. Just talk to us about like, you know, just do Doing that again, you know, for me, the reason why I went back and why I went back with a smile is because that was his last memory of me. Um, he even um, posted it on social media. You know, um, I think it was his second last or his third last post on on his Instagram, which is yeah. still open, so people can actually go and have a look. Yeah. Um, he wrote there, "My wife is having a fantastic time. Aww. She's learning songs in Swahili and having such a ball. Yeah. Yet I'm um, suffering a bit. You know, mm. I mean, he he was." She was slightly ill. Mm. Um, And I felt, you know, when I go back, I don't want to go back 
all doom and gloom mm. and sad and falling apart. That was his last memory of me. And I want to keep that memory alive. Oh, I love that. Um, and, you know, I, I climbed with an amazing group of people. Yeah. Um, I think that the comedian in each and every single person <laughs> came out because they heard me repeated over and over before we left for the trip yeah. that I want to go back and have a good time. Yeah. And um, they, they worked hard to keep a smile on my face. And we all had a good time. And of course, it was it was emotional reaching yeah. the summit and, you know, realizing that I'm reaching the summit and standing on top of, you know, on the roof of Africa with my own two feet and yeah. my late hubby's, you know, was, was unable to do yeah. that. Um, but I know he was there with me yeah. in spirit. And I saw you took a picture of him as well as you summited it, which is you had a, a picture of him with you. That's so amazing. Yeah. You're just really, oh gosh, like every so often you meet somebody amazing and you're one of those people. Thank you so much. Now, I also love that, um, you know, I think if, if I'm not mistaken, I understand that you're trying to have medical facilities built at Kilimanjaro. Can you just talk to us? Because most of us like me mm. have never, have never mm. even thought mm. of summiting Kilimanjaro, for mm. example. But just talk to us about just from that perspective and why you feel obviously, you know, it's important and what the medical conditions actually are like um, as you, you know, go up uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people will say, but anyone can die anyway. Mm. You know, you can walk out the door and be struck by lightning mm. or hit by a car. Mm. Um, and, and, and with that being said, dangers are everywhere. Mm. And um, having climbed that beautiful, majestic mm. mountain, um, which I will continue to do so for as yeah. long as I can, and hopefully one day, maybe in 10 years' time, take my daughter there as well. I thought you were going to say next year your daughter would come <laughs> <up>. <laughs> No, 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 no. She's too young. Yeah. Um, and, and for me... I, I, you know, climbing Kilimanjaro is, it's not a health risk. It's not dangerous. People think it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, but what's actually dangerous is the altitude. Mm. Um, it's very, you know, it, it affects the body in different ways. It affects the brain. It affects the lungs. It affects mm. the heart. Um, and you never know when it could affect you. Mm. You don't know when you are actually in danger. And if, if it means that I help other people minimize the danger, then that's what I'll do. Mm. Um, it is, however, proving to be a little bit challenging. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it, if it takes me 10 years to get You'll medical facilities yeah. on, on Kilimanjaro, then I would have done my bit. Yeah. Um, so yes, there are no medical facilities. Um, some people choose to climb with a medical doctor, mm -hmm. um, which we did this year mm -hmm. um, and last year as well. And um, that that minimizes it to a certain degree. But I th I believe that having a, a you know a, even if it's a small facility, it doesn't have to be a massive hospital. Mm -hmm. um, one room with all the necessary equipment mm -hmm. um, halfway up the mountain, I think, would definitely minimize the risk so much more. Yeah. Um, ever since Googs lost his life, I've heard of many more people that have lost sure. their lives. Yeah. I went back with the family. Um, to about two months after Gooks passed away, yeah. and that very day, there was a German gentleman who passed oh, away. No. Um, this year, when we went up, um, I don't know if it was before or after our expedition, mm. there was a lady that mm. passed away. It was in the media. Mm. So you know, it's it's something that happens ever so often, and and if we can do something to minimise that, then Amazing. let's all come together and do that. And now just with regards to minimizing, um, you know, health issues and everything, um, obviously, like, you know, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and we're starting to see a, a higher 
amount of of black people either or maybe it's just because it's never been talked about before they either you know people are getting cancer or diabetes and that sort of thing and you know i know with the pop-up gyms and all of that you really are about how exercising and staying fit can literally like heal your body heal your life emotionally as well you know just talk to us about just the importance of that not from a vanity perspective because i think sometimes people are like oh i want to work out so that i can look good but it should be more about your being health. your health so yeah. let's let's have that yeah, absolutely yeah. um you know this lifestyle of healthy eating and regular exercise should mm. indeed be a lifestyle for everybody mm. and that's why I moved away from being a biokineticist mm. treating one person on an hourly basis mm. to spreading the love to a lot more people mm. because you know if if i can impart the knowledge to people of regular exercise and healthy eating then mm. we'll all live a little bit longer mm. unfortunately we're hit with opportunistic diseases and the likes of cancers and hiv and all of mm. those illnesses um much more um, than before, than before mm. that it's now even more important to keep active and eat healthy mm. um yeah it's it's sure you know, I, it, it comes easy to me because I've been doing it since I was seven years old. Mm. Um, but if 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 we could all forget about the six pack and forget about, please the, say that again so that the producer can hear. It's 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 not about the six pack. Yeah. It's it's about are you moving your body yeah. at least for thirty minutes five yeah. days a week? And it doesn't have to be in a gym facility. Not everybody can afford to go to a mm. gym. You know, you can have a workout in your own garden. You can have a workout in your living room, in your bedroom. In a hotel, if you mm. travel a lot, um, you can just get a pair of tackies and go for a run anyway. Mm. And I feel people make an excuse not to exercise um, for many reasons. You know, if it's financial, it doesn't have to be financial. Mm. You can do it in your own space. Um, if it's time, you have to make the time. Mm. Um, there's 24 hours in a day. Mm. Eight we hours. Have e- the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just... 20 to 30 minutes a day. I'm sure you can find 20, 30 minutes somewhere. Mm. Even you sitting in this chair right now, you can oh have my. a workout. <laughs> I'm moving my you legs. Can, <laughs> no, you can do tricep dips on, you know, on, 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 um, on the chair. You can yeah. do push-ups on the table. You can do squats. You can do lunges. There's plenty of space here yeah. in the studio. Um, so exercise is something that, that, that needs to become a lifestyle to people. And, you know, we had a conversation off air um, just now where I said to you, that um what did i say to you again about uh, i didn't like running yes and yes, you, yes yes that it, it it doesn't have to be a chore mm. if you if you run because you've seen how runners look like and because you want to mm. look like a runner but you actually hate running then it's not going to work for you yeah you need to find something that you enjoy mm. if it's dancing then sign up for dance classes mm. or get a friend that you know dances or get music videos and play them in your living mm. room yeah. Um, so it's it's about finding something that 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 you're passionate about, and mm. and that's what we do as well with pop up gym. So if you you know when when a person comes to a pop up gym event, we'll have three or four different types of um, of of exercises, and we and we change it all the time because there's so much variety out there, and it's all about showing people that there is indeed so much to do out there. Mm. Um, the last um, event that we had, we had um, we had yoga, we had aerobics, we had a skipping challenge to show people that that small little tool Make called a skipping rope can make a huge difference and then we added gumboot dance what yes i love that yes i love that there's so many different types yeah. of you know exercise types out yeah. there that um i find people 
people are limiting themselves. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but you know, like, okay, because now I'm feeling bad, like as if I don't work out. I do, I promise. <laughs> I just like when I'm around you, I'm like, let me respect myself. <laughs> it's like, Lee, please just respect yourself. Don't be telling her about bounce, but she'll be like, come on. But now, <laughs> no, let's not judge each other as yeah. well. <laughs> no, 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 please. You're, you're, you're like, you're the one who we're all looking to. So I love that. <laughs> but now with regards to Survivor, um, you took part in Survivor yeah. essay. And, and I think that you, there was a, there was a moment where you said that and when you're part of Survivor, when there's a stripping of all the things that are inessential, you basically get to know what's really valuable in life. Like Absolutely. talk to us about like those moments, because the reason why I couldn't do Survivor you're gonna say you can do anything girl because like, <laughs> i'm just like no i can't sleep underneath people know me i can't camp i can't sleep under that stuff i'm not i'm not that girl yeah but you know but uh, talk about the stripping of the inessential and how it is that it helps you know it helps us with life in terms of just moving forward and just realizing what's really important you know i learned so many lessons from survivor mm. um that that you know that whole thing of being stripped of all all the fluff Mm. That we have in life, all yeah. the flowers, all the pretty foundation, things, <laughs> the foundations, and the toothbrushes and toothpastes, yeah, yeah. Um, and being stripped bare of everything. Um, it for me, it just it built this like a different perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Um, I started appreciating the basics that I can afford mm. because there's so many people out there that can't afford a toothbrush and a toothpaste. That go for years without a toothbrush mm. and a toothpaste, you know, without roll on, without the basic, what we, what you and I call the basic necessities, the roll on, the, the perfume and, and all of that. Um, you start looking at life differently. You start appreciating, mm. um, what you have. Mm. Um, and, and, and having, like I have, Great respect. I know it sounds weird, but I have great respect for the people that 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 live on the streets that have mm-hmm. nothing, but they find means and ways to get through every single day. Mm-hmm. And and we look at them and we think, oh my gosh, life must be so hard. But they make it. But they make it. They, they yeah. make it happen. And we complain about things that are. They make it happen. You look at billionaires out there that, you know, where money is not an issue and they look at you and I and they think, oh, it must be so hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's suffering. that whole thing of, yeah. you know, there's different levels. Yeah. And and I'm grateful for that experience on Survivor because yeah. I can look at life in a different way. Um, you know, we used to get rained on every single night because there were just tropical storms every night. And then during the day, it was 40 degrees hot. Um, but, but, you know, it's that whole thing of how you almost feel like you're... A street person, yeah. you know, what happens when there are storms out there? Generally, yeah. you and I have a roof over yeah. our heads, but there are people out there that get rained on yeah. day after day. Yeah, sure. That actually kind of reminds me of, I mean, you know, because obviously in Joburg, like the last three days, there's been this entire water crisis, you know. And oh, and I've, we, I've enjoyed watching this water crisis be, because you know what, you know what, <laughs> you know what, the funny thing is, and like, I was like sitting there, like, I was like really depressed, I was like. Tuesday I was upset I was like I have to go to my brother's place in Midran I was like upset I'm like now I have to go here I have to go there and I was counting I said okay my friend said I can come and she lives on the other side of the world but I go and then when my sister who lives five minutes from me when hers came back I'm like yes I can go to her place and I was in such a mood and then in my mind I thought to myself you know what Lee you can actually go places and get, you know, this, you can get water, you can do that sort of thing, you know, you can clean up. There are people, especially like young girls, I just thought about young girls around Africa and all those initiatives, you know, and the fact that, you know, imagine during your cycle, you 
you don't have access to sanitation you don't have yes. access to water mm-hmm. like it just was like one of those things that it really opened my eyes where I was just like you know what and this all came out of my selfish like complaining and everything I'm like oh, my sister's running late like let her let me in the house <laughs> you know I've got places to go and there are people who this is their lives like what yeah. you're saying it's like month after month after month year after year this is their lives yeah. what do you feel that we need to be doing as people within the continent of Africa to help one another just to you know to kind of like up to upgrade other people's lives because I know with the um, you know summiting of Kilimanjaro you are doing it for for girls and education yeah. but what what do you feel that each person can do to make sure that the next person next to them is kind of doing better we and and I'll add myself in yeah. the we have a sense of entitlement yeah to so much in yeah. life um, forgetting that there are people out there without mm. talking about the water crisis that we had in Johannesburg over the past few days, I also didn't have water. Yeah. Um, but it it made me. And in actual fact, it wasn't just Survivor, but it was a combination of Survivor and climbing the mountain yeah. that reminded me that I can survive on the basic necessities. Sure. Or on 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 the basic minimum. Sorry. Mm. Um, you don't get showers going up um, Kilimanjaro. Mm. You get a small little bowl. Mm. Small little bowl, little bit of water on a daily basis, mm. once a day in the morning. Sure. And with that being said, yes, I went out to the shops and I bought, you know, some water. Mm. And I was surprised the one day when I managed with a 1.5 liter bottle of water, I managed to wash hmm. and make my bowl of oats. Sure. And have a cup of coffee. Sure. That's a long 1.5 liters of water. Sure. And there's so and many people out there that don't even have 1.5 liters of water. Sure. Yeah. And I managed to make it work. Mm. So it's that whole thing. Like I said, we, we have a sense of entitlement um, to, to water, mm. to, 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 to so much out there that we forget about the people that don't. Mm. So I think it's first and foremost, the first step that we all need to do is just to drop that mm. sense of entitlement. Yeah. Um, it's not easy to say I'll share with people. Because it's, you know, who do you share? Who do you share? How do you... Because you're probably, you're right. You're probably in different communities anyway. Exactly. Mm. So it's just making small changes in your personal Mm. life, you know. Um, I know there's there's a constant water crisis in Cape Town and Mm. they don't, for example, flush their loos after each visit. Um, You know... No, I'm trying. Or, or I'm they, trying. or they use, or they use um, a pool water, yeah. you know, or they use um, shower water. You yeah. know, I, I, I got a bit of a wake up call about two months ago when I went to Cape Town, and I stayed in a bed and breakfast where they had a bucket in the shower, and there's this permanent sign on the shower door that says, "Please save the first shower water as you open the tap," because what do we do? We entitled people. We open the hot tap. Hot tap obviously rushes out with cold water first, right? So what do we do? We stand aside. And, and we, we let, watch it, yeah. And, and we allow the water Yikes. to run. Yeah. And they're saying, instead of allowing that water to run, save it in a bucket and then they use that for the bathroom or for the for the sure. loo. Wow. So it's sure. just it's it's we need to just make changes in ourselves mm. that will hopefully go a long way. Mm. To help sure. others. Oh, I like that. And now with um Ironman and Epic Africa, I think if I'm not mistaken, you were like one of the you're the only black woman at some stage. Cape part, Epic. Yeah. 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 For the Cape Epic. Epic. Yeah. Yeah. So I um I did my first Cape Epic five years ago. 
Yeah. Okay, what is Cape Epic? Because so as you epic, can tell, yes. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like trying to act like, yeah, you know, basically they epically run. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the Cape Epic is the Tour de France of mountain biking. Because okay. you know Tour de, Tour de France yeah. happens on, it's a cycling race. Yes. Um, but the, 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 Cape, the Epsi Cape Epic is, um, it's, it's a mountain bike race. Yeah. It's eight days long. Roughly about 800 kilometers. Mm. So in, in, on average, you're cycling about 100 k's in the mountains of the Western Cape, mm. not on tar, off-road. It's, it's the toughest mountain bike or the toughest multi-stage mountain bike race in the world. Mm. And this has been graded long time ago. Um, it has, I think, about a, a 40% international field. So a lot of guys sure. come from overseas. Um, and five years, well, four years ago, it'll be five years next year. Four years ago, I was one of the first three black women wow. that was taking part in that race. Wow. So there were three of us in that first, yeah. in that year. And it was the, it happened to be the 10th year of the race. Yeah. Um, so in, you know, the previous nine years, not a single black woman. Um, so were people not looking at you guys? You know, did they think that, oh, it's so <laughs> nice, pat on the back, they're trying? <laughs> N- no, I, 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 just ignore such things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were looking. They yeah. were looking. Um, I know there was a lot of doubt in people. Yeah. Um, I had people, um, you know, on a daily basis as I crossed the finish line saying, oh, you finished. <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I'm like, of course I did. Of course I did. But politely, did I'd you say, finish? you know, politely, I would smile and say, yes, I did. It was a tough day, but we made it, you know? Um, but yeah, yeah, we, all three of us crossed the finish line on yeah. the last day. Um, and I'm going back next year. I might come and watch you from the... Is there like somewhere I can sit and watch you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. No, there's plenty, plenty, yeah. plenty. Places. Now, just talking about breaking barriers as women, obviously um, everybody's really excited about these Nigerian bobsledders who are the first, um, you know, Africans to kind of qualify... Not to kind of, but to qualify for the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Is that something that you would ever consider doing? Something like, uh, you know, being part of Winter Olympics, like ski... Because you seem like you'd you'd be like skiing. You're like, no, maybe I'll try figure skating, like, you know, all of that stuff. I'll do anything yeah. and everything. You know, mm. I often say to people, when I die one mm. day, I want to skid into heaven. Yeah. And as I slide into into heaven through those gates, I want to have people waiting to hear the stories yeah. from my life. Yeah. I want to live a very interesting life yeah. and, 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 you know, just break barriers where I can. Yeah. Um, especially breaking barriers. I want to do things that people typically don't do or, you know, things that people find difficult to do, you know, mm. like the epics, like the survivors and the fear factors and bobsledding and... Yeah. <laughs> I might actually bobsled. I think that I could do because exactly. I'm something. Exactly. Or figure yeah. skating. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I'm, I'm all about um, creating memories. I'm yeah. all about breaking barriers and showing mm. people that you can do anything that you set your mind to. Yeah. Now, just before we wrap up with you, what's your, in life, like what's the most amazing memory that you feel like you'll carry for the rest of your life until you skid into heaven? <laughs> I know you probably have many because you're one of those people who's just, you know, you live an awesome life. But what's the one memory that you'll carry, you know what I mean? And that you see every morning like a photograph, every single morning that you see in your mind that you'll carry right until you skid into heaven. The day I had my baby. That was one of the most beautiful, most heartwarming. Yeah. It's I still remember it like it happened yesterday. And it's two years later now. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you so much, Leseh, for spending time with us. Thank Any you so Swahili much, words you want to share since you were... Interestingly enough, this morning on our Kilimanjaro group, yeah. one of the guys was half 
singing this, you know, one of the mountain yeah. songs. And he's like, let's go, you know, the lyrics take over yeah. record. So yeah. I said, I literally sat there in my car and I was singing the song. Um, Would you like to sing with her? I can. can sing. Yeah, please sing the song. Please. <laughs> Thing. So, so um, when you're climbing the mountain, the porters will teach you um, the song, yeah. right? It goes, Jambo, Jambo Buana, Habarigani, Mzuri Sana, Wageni, Kwakaribishwa, Kilimanjaro, Hakuna Matata, Tembea Pole Pole, Hakuna Matata, Uhuru Tutafika, Hakuna Matata, Tulianza Ketini, Hakuna Matata. I love that. And that's how we, I think we, there are no better way than ending it off. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you that's so amazing. much for having oh, me. Oh gosh, you're just amazing. <laughs> and I'm, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. Your smile is something that I wish that, that is one of those memories for me that I always carry. You have like this smile that's just like incredible. Thank you so much Thank for sharing. Thank you so much for having me, Lee. Thanks.